drink soda um guys this is episode six 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 six. wait oh yeah we're supposed to five four three we did the rock thing we did this whole intro and it was stricken from the record by us by some sort of spirit some entity some force some supernatural force we were practicing our incantations before we started recording and i think we might have like stirred some shit up but we are now going to second start for everybody okay so we'll do a countdown Five, four, three. Yo, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, episode six, six, six. six. It only happens once. This only comes around once a, once a lifetime, really. Just once period, yeah. Unless we show. start a new podcast and then really dedicate over a decade to it. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get that far, though. So I don't think so. I think this is probably the one and only six, six, six episode for the podcast. Okay, I got to... I gotta wet my wet my whistle here because we've been podcasting. We did a whole episode. It feels like it really did. We did a real strong intro. We can't just recreate that. We can't no, redo there's it. No, there's no way. Um, but we um, are here on episode six six six, and we're gonna you know teach you a little bit about Satanism, the history of Satan, and how you can dedicate yourself to to becoming a Satanist mm-hmm. successfully. How to sell your soul. We're going to go over that. We're going to go, we're going to do a bloodletting. We have a bloodletting happening a, later. A seance? Like a, a seance, seance type thing? We're going to summon an entity. That's yeah, going to be a lot of fun. We're going to go over step-by-step instructions on how you, the listener or viewer, can sell your soul and get the most value out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, anybody can sell their soul to Satan, but it takes, you know, a bit of a haggler and a, a habit rat to to get a deal that you can live with for the rest of eternity. So we're going to walk right. you through the steps of, of negotiating the best uh, mm-hmm. deal for your soul. Teach you how to bargain, teach you how to do um, pretty much, you know, the the first like steps of bartering. Yeah. I mean, because Satan's going to come in, he's going to try to lowball you, right? He's going to try to give you as little as possible for your soul because he's going to know that if this person's selling their soul, their soul's probably not worth that much. So you're going to have to talk yourself up and make Satan believe that mm-hmm. your soul is is a top tier soul. Yeah. A lot of people think if you're selling your soul, you're in dire straits. No, that's it's not, not a, always that's the, not case. the case. No. no, not at all. So we're going to be te- teaching you how to do that. We're going to be going over um, the ins and outs of Satanism, the different versions of satan the different um religions that are revolving around this yeah there's been many incarnations of satan over the years and some of them are probably accurate or more accurate than others so Mm -hmm. we're gonna take a look at those and kind of decide some personal favorites and um maybe we can even come down once and for all with with what the actual satan looks like because i think the real satan is probably a mashup of all of those plus a little bit of babadook yeah okay which was like i think uh, I heard somewhere recently that Baba Duke was just a like a metaphor for depression. Maybe we could um get Dolly to to generate us a, a photo of what Satan actually looks like. Yeah, him. that's not a bad idea. So um, we are here in um uh, uh, we that's, had built like a, a altar. Yeah, like a some sort of religious grounds. Yeah, this is religious sort of grounds. Religion related. We got, grounds. We got a bunch of candles. Yeah, we have candles, which is really religiony. A, a spooky pentagram. Uh, yeah, that is pretty, this is like a wicker, kind of like a wicker man. Like the Blair wicker Witch. man with, with Nicolas Cage, right? I don't know if Nicolas Cage was in the wicker man. I think you're computer. thinking of. Computer, was the, was Nicolas Cage in the wicker man? From popculture.com. 
The Wicker Man was famously remade in 2006 with Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay, yeah. Written and directed by Neil Levy. By the way, you can thank the driver of your most recent delivery, and we'll share your appreciation with them. Computer. Just say. Yes. Computer. Sorry, I'm happy. <laughs> Perform a rap about the devil. Sorry, I'm not sure about that. Mm. Computer, volume 10. You know, he's still a little on the fence about this. Computer wasn't quite completely on board with the concept of this. He thought it was a little sacrilegious. He's a very um, Christian right type guy, you know, yeah. computer. So, But we actually are going to be using him as a conduit for our uh, our seance that we're doing later. Yeah, so it's kind of like exciting. a sacrifice. We're yeah. going to sacrifice his soul Maybe. so that we can... He might be yeah. fine. Yeah. You never Possibly. know. Um, so episode 666, it only comes around one time. And, you know, we fucking, we did, we did a whole intro. We blew it. You know, this whole intro, it's ruined. We were so excited. I mean, like, we really, were. the excitement caught up with us. We the, really the caught The possibilities of, of living forever and, you know, having all of our wildest dreams mm -hmm. uh, made true by Satan. Yeah. It got a little over, over now, stimulating, I guess. I wonder if when we do summon this entity, we'll call him, um... I wonder if we will be able to get like a redo to where we go back and the first one was good. I, I, yeah, possibly. You know, I think when we do summon this entity, we're going to want to make sure that we're dressed our best. We're going to mm -hmm. want to dress to impress. Satan. I see you have this leather so, jacket on. Yeah, like I thought maybe we could go over that because you you honestly dress like a Satanist even when we're not on episode six six six. Sometimes you've got yeah yeah got a number of pants with different like um different satanic symbols, symbols and, 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 and stuff. So yeah. so maybe you could like um. Walk us through like how you go about dressing to impress Satan. So I think the major thing that you want to do is try to lean towards black. Common denominator is black, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that seems like a, a given, sure. So as you can see, I ditched my regular sweater that has, you know, print and stuff on it with just a flat black. Yeah, that's more like a pop culture um um, stereotype, right? That you have all the, the flash and flare. Mm -hmm. Really just like a all black is what you're going for. Yeah, all black. And at least for now, uh, black craft stuff is safe. Whereas I think pretty soon it's going to be the sign of someone that's not into a. See, I had this shirt that said black scale. Okay, that's. I figured cool. that was. Close enough to yeah, Blackcraft, right? That's close it's still, enough. you know, that like, even might be like a new thing they're working on, you could say. Okay, cool. So, um, you're gonna want to do black, you're gonna want to do leather, not overly leather to where it's like a, like, like a gay, like a leather daddy type situation. Yeah, like you don't a want like a San Francisco, no, and you also don't want to seem like a biker. Yeah, yeah, you want just like one at the very most, one and a, and a small leather accessory although the hell's angels i mean do they count as satanists a lot of them i think there's a lot of overlap with the hell's right, angels yeah, there, there's satanists. some overlap in that venn diagram there plus sure. i mean that's what uh satan is a hell's angel did we talk about lucifer in the first one or in the second one i don't think we've got there okay there's um, three yeah. versions major versions of satan at least three yeah. mm -hmm. one of which is lucifer the fallen angel and he's like like is he a, a fallen angel or is he like a son of God? Is he Jesus's brother? No. So he was uh, he was the archangel before Michael was the archangel. Michael got the promotion. Oh, okay. After Lucifer, he went to God and he was like, God, what's the deal with this? Like, why do why does everybody have to listen to you? 
Yeah, he was noticing a lot of hypocrisy, mm-hmm. and he he brought it to God's attention, and God was not trying to hear it. He was not trying to be told, you know, that he's he's um and he spiked him, spiked him or smited him. He, he grabbed him. God very notoriously strong and just physically threw Lucifer. Is that the case? He, yeah, he, he grabbed him, him down. and threw him, and he plummeted down and into the earth, into the mm-hmm. earth's core. Yes, and that's where you know um, hell developed uh-huh and he actually was found by uh i th- i think she was a human i'm not sure but this woman lilith found lucifer after he fell and then um like nursed him back to life and the whole thing is like behind lucifer is lilith there wouldn't be lucifer if lilith didn't so like, save lilith, his life. the real devil though, she's yes. the real devil and that's why the lilith fair that's where it got its name was from like a like a strong powerful woman that's like you know pulling the strings behind the scenes gotcha yeah i so, always i always knew there was a, a dark side to melissa etheridge yeah absolutely so we got lucifer then we have um you know satan your classic satan that's just your typical pop culture portrayal of Satan, you know, the red with the horns and the, maybe like a maybe like a little I'm I'm picturing like the World Industries logo. See, I think that that one is Metastopheles. Oh, okay, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Metastopheles is from a story written by Pan, creator of Pan's Labyrinth, the movie and he with was David like, Bowie. He was in like um red tights, you like, Yeah. Okay. He had the red tights, he had a cape. And I think he might even the have pitchfork. Now, where did the pitchfork come from? Now, the pitchfork uh, came from the um, Lucifer was like a notorious cook, a chef, because like that's where all this heat and this fire of hell, fire and brimstone. It was actually like a like an oven, a brick oven. Right. So, I mean, he's he's thinking he's going to take advantage of his situations. God's banished me to the center of the earth. There's all this fire and lava and you know. Um, heat everywhere it i'm gonna use it to here. my advantage and i'm gonna start baking mm-hmm. i'm gonna take up baking and cooking yeah mostly baked goods like muffins pies stuff like that that's where we get key lime pie was uh, from. La- lava cake lava mm-hmm. cake surely the work of satan yeah lava cake absolutely and then um that was devil's all- food cake devil's food cake and also, Angel's Food Cake. Yeah, Angel's Food. Um, no, not a lot of people know this, but actually Made the word the of devil. Satan. Yeah. It was an ironic name. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, this is hot. I feel like, it's, I feel like uh, the flames are dangerously close to my laptop, but it doesn't feel hot to the touch, so I think that it's okay. Um, so... There was uh, Metastopheles, which was the red guy. There's Satan, which is just the guy that tricks you into doing bad things. There's Beezlebub, right? Which is a fun a fun thing to say. Like if you're going to go through all of the it's devil's like Beetlejuice. Um, aliases, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, Beezlebub is up there. Beezlebub. 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 And um, he, has a, he has a hundred different names. All of them translate to friend. Satan is your friend. He doesn't uh, judge you. You know, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of judgment from God. There's a lot of like, do what I say. Otherwise you're going to be in trouble forever. Yeah. I'm going to electrify you or whatever. And Satan doesn't do any of that stuff. Like, No, he doesn't judge you. He doesn't, you know, put you on a, a pedestal and, and mm. kind of force his beliefs on you and be like, hey, you're going to live by this this code of conduct that I've written. No, Satan doesn't care. He's he's kind of like the, the laid back uncle, right? Yeah, he's you know, cool like uncle. You, you have like a dickhead dad. 
But every once in a while, your laid back uncle is in charge and he lets you do whatever you want. You, you want to smoke some weed, you know, in, yeah. your, in his he house. He doesn't make you do anything, but like he'll leave stuff out to where yeah. like he knows that you're going to find it. And if you want, you're going to partake in it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And um, there's there there really aren't like a lot of punishments with with uh, with Satan. Like you have this story of you being tortured in hell but you're being tortured by the demons, you know? Right, yeah. It's not Satan that's Satan doing that. Doing it's it's his demons and yeah. all the other people. The that demons are, are little assholes. And they're just regular assholes that die. Like, sure. you know, assholes are dying all the time. So, um, a lot of you out there are probably saying by now, like, wow, this sounds really cool. Satan sounds awesome. Satan's the way to go, yeah. Guys, like, how do I sign up for this? Ty's jacket is cool. I like candles, you know? Because, like, it's not like there's, like, you know, your town probably has dozens, if not more, of, of Christian churches, synagogues, you know, things of that nature. It's it's not often you find, like, a, a satanic church no. in your town. I mean, I know that they exist, but probably not in every city. So we're going to walk you through the steps of becoming <coughs> an official member of the, the Church of Satan. That's right. And the step one you want to do, you want to register with the church. So the Church of Satan is an actual business. It's an actual thing. And you can register... And um, get some sort of basic membership through them, I guess. Yeah, so they do require a fee of $225. Um, but that's going to get you a crimson card for identification. And um, and you also have to write a I statement like signed and dated requesting to join. Now, I, I assume um, if, if the statement's written in your blood, they'll waive the $225 fee. Okay, yeah, the bloodletting. Yeah, it's just got to be part of the bloodletting. That way the... the um, you know, if you're squeamish, the $225 membership fee is a way of getting you around the block. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, or maybe you you're want. anemic, you know, and you can't. You physically yeah. can't, like, you'll, you'll die if you lose a bunch of blood. Yeah, and they're reasonable. That's, like, the big thing about yeah, Satanists. They're, they're pretty reasonable. They'll work with you. They'll yeah. work with you. Um, then you're going to want to put in an envelope, draw a pentagram on it, mm -hmm. and uh, send all of this stuff. Now, you can download the active membership ac uh, application from the church's website, which I assume is churchofsatan.com, but I did not uh, follow up on that. I mean, you could probably just Google Church of Satan. Church of Satan. You know, Google you. actually might bury it, but if you go to like Yahoo, that's a little more forgiving with their, mm -hmm. with their results, then you'll probably find it for sure. Or you can go to DuckDuckGo. Now, the Church of Satan has six ranks for its members. Um, the first one is going to be registered. Mm -hmm. The next, the next tier is active member, and then the next one is witch or warlock, which I that that's kind of where I'm trying to get because I I don't know that I want to be a, a magus, which is a higher one, or a magister, yeah. or a priest. <laughs> I'm good with warlock. Like if I can achieve the rank of warlock in the Church of Satan, um, I think I'm I'm set. Yeah, I like that. Just kind of post up right there, and then holding a third, fourth, or fifth degree considers you a. Uh, part of the priesthood and grants you the title reverend. So you're reverend, witch, uh, yeah, warlock. That's which warlock. This all sounds really awesome. Yeah, that is cool. So next, I mean, you can't just you know join the church and not you know uh, read the Satanic Bible and learn the the lessons of of Satan and all the history behind it. We're trying to bring you up to speed, but there's going to be a lot of stuff that we just don't have time to touch on yeah. today. So be sure to read the the literature that inspired the Church of Satan. Yeah, you always that, have to read a Bible in every religion. There's always a Bible. Uh, these works include uh, work by philosophers 
uh, Nietzsche. Is that how you say his name? Oh, yeah, Nietzsche. Ayn Rand and Michael Michael Foucault. Okay, okay. Um, so go get those. Then you want to uh, acknowledge the nine satanic statements. So this is kind of like the Ten Commandments, but there's nine of them. Cause yeah, it's, a little bit less work. Yeah, Satan's like, yeah, we're not going to make you, you know, like go through ten of these. We go yeah. cut it down to nine. So we're not going to go through all those right now because this is for you. You got to be deep into, you know, applying for your active membership. But uh, it pretty much is the opposite of religion. Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual yeah, that's pipe saying, dreams. That's like, you know, take advantage of the life you're living now instead of worrying about this, this heaven or may hell. or may not come exactly, later. Yeah. And um, then, but I think we should touch on like, um, these aren't all like necessarily evil. Like we were saying, like, um, kindness to others is one of these, these tenants. Yeah. Um, and this actually seems like this, which is a Leviathan, Levian Satanist, which is whoever the guy who wrote Anton LaVey. Yeah. LaVeyan. He was like a big He's the guy who wrote the Satanic Bible. Mm -hmm. But this seems like a little bit... I think that the the Satanic Temple, which is different and just kind of based off of that, is almost like a better representation of They've Satan. definitely got a cooler logo. I don't know if they can see that on the screen there, but that's that's a pretty... It looks like a They a got a way cooler metal. logo. And they only have seven tenants. Sure. Seven, even better. That's cool. That's a lot less. And these are great tenants to live your life. They with. honestly are. Like, I mean, whether you're, you know, this, taking this ironically or not, these are seven great principles that any decent human should should act upon. Yeah. So. so what's the first one? We'll read through these. The first one is to, you should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures. Yeah. Very, very reasonable. Great. Uh, the next one is uh, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Absolutely. Fuck the police, basically, is what they're saying. Yeah. Justice should be served. Uh, one's body is inviolable and subject to their will alone. So that means you can't tell a woman she can't have an abortion. You can't tell yeah. a trans person they can't cut off their penis. Yeah. You know, basically, mind your own business and worry about your body uh -huh. and I'll worry about mine. Super reasonable. Super reasonable. Yeah. Um, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. So freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. To willfully and unjustfully encroach upon these freedoms of another is to forego one's own. That's super reasonable. Yeah. Beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should never, um, should... Take care to never distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Okay. Man, these these are all like just That's great. Yeah, with they believe in science, you know, <laughs> which is super reasonable. Uh, people are valuable. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. Yeah, be honest with yourself, and when you fuck up, you know, own it and yeah. try to fix it. Mm -hmm. That's fucking. That's a great idea. The last one. Um, every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should prevail over all the written or spoken words. So they're like, you don't even have to follow these. You know, like if your spirit and like if you're following the compassion, wisdom, and justice and these major things, then you know. I mean, those are seven great principles to live your life by because if everybody lived by those, 
Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of what they believed in outside of those seven tenets, like everybody would be good. There would be no there would be no problems with anybody because we'd all be respecting one another's beliefs mm-hmm. while kind of you know doing what we see fit. And so, really beautiful fundamental tenets from the Church of Satan. Yeah, it is, and I think that um, you know this the major thing of the Church of Satan and or the the Satanic Temple in particular is. You know, they don't believe in Satan. They don't believe in God. They think that Satan is a literary figure. Yeah, it's like a figurative Satan. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just someone that, you know, is about in in writings and exists in this these works of fiction that is someone to be looked to look up to. Just like if you were to, you know, like Thor. Right, or Jesus even. Yeah, or Jesus. And they are almost doing it as an answer to organized religion and how religion is supposed to be separate from state. But the big thing was the, the 10 commandment statue was erected in Arkansas and in front of the Capitol, they put a big Bible pages, the 10 commandments, said the yeah. Ten commandments and it was like, our Lord God has spoken, and then it has the Ten Commandments. And it's like, no, especially for a country that it was supposedly founded upon religious freedom. Yeah, and these are the Christian Ten Commandments from the New Testament, and he, the guy who put it there, the congressman or whatever, who like funded it, was like, oh yeah, this is a gift, and you know, this is just like the first written rules, and it's not a big deal. So the church, uh, the satanic temple was like, if it's not a big deal, then we should also be able to put our um, statue sure. on the grounds. Now, I will say that um, um, satanic imagery perhaps is a little bit more shocking and harsh than, than your typical Christian imagery. Yeah, because which- all of their statues are usually Baphomet, which is... Uh, got like a horse head. Horse head, and- rock and tit. It was like a goat head. Yeah, it's it's like a like a hodgepodge of head all these of a different goat, tits of just a rocking uh, lady with rocking tits and like a weird like horse goat body with like chiseled abs. So it's like a it's like so a he's hot... keeping fit. You know, he's yeah. he's putting the work in on on his his abdomen. So mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, I mean that can't be all bad. The guy has dedication. Yeah, you know? he's got a he's got a nice body. And also, um, or they. The, no, is it is is the devil uh, has that been determined? Does the devil have a pronoun? Well, I'm talking Baphomet. Baphomet is genderless. I'm pretty sure. And Baphomet, Baphomet separate is, from Lucifer. Yeah, Baphomet's just the statue, the goat thing. Oh, okay. So that's like a just like a embodiment. Yeah. Uh, computer, who is Baphomet? Baphomet is a deity allegedly worshipped by the Knights Templar that subsequently became incorporated into various occult and Western esoteric traditions. All right, cool. So it's some deity that they prayed to. Um, so you'll notice that the, the Satanic Temple doesn't ask you to pray to anybody, doesn't ask you to, you know, give any money or time or energy to some deity. I mean, they do ask you for $225, but that's like a one-time well, fee. Well, no, that's the Church of Satan. The Satanic Temple's different. Oh, okay. Satanic Temple, they don't charge you anything that yeah. I know of. They also don't let you just join and become some sort of like witch and warlock either. Oh, see, that's kind of... So there's a give and take, you know. Right, it's an ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that uh, <clears throat> I think that there's definitely something here 
that, you know, every religion kind of provides the same thing where it gives you this community. It gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you a blueprint for how to conduct yourself, how to live your life, things that you should do. And honestly, I think God was just something that was contrived to basically keep people in fear and, you know, basically because otherwise people are just going to run amok and yeah. just go, you know, murdering and killing and, and you got to control the masses. Yeah. Be so the they're like, you know, day. Hey, here, there's this God up in the sky, <coughs> behave and act like a, a decent human being or, you know, and you'll go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And then probably a lot of people were like, no, that's, that's not worth it. I'm just gonna, I'm going to keep raping and pillaging and killing and, and leave them like a heathen. Yeah. So they invented this, 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 um, anti-God to, to really put the fear of, of, you know, the afterlife and people like with, with, with hell. And yeah. It's, that's weird. Cause they call it the fear of God, but then it's like everyone is really in fear of hell and in yeah. fear of Satan. And it feels like, um, hell is kind of like a late addendum or is that a word? Addendum? Like a, a like adopt ad- adopted later. Yeah. Like a, like a, <laughs> something that's tacked on after the fact. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, hell is not talked about much in the the Bible and you would think that they would have touched on it a lot more had, mm-hmm. you know, it been there from the get go. Yeah. They, uh, Actually, from what I read earlier, I haven't really read the Bible in a long no, time. No, I've never read the Bible at all. And definitely not in its entirety ever. I'm just kind of assuming and going off of, you know, the hearsay and yeah. what I've heard from others. But they, especially in the original version before they rewrote it, because that's what the Bible's been rewritten a bunch of the times. The Old Testament, right? Like that's the, the one. The Old Testament never mentioned hell ever. Oh, okay. So the, yeah, they wrote, they wrote a New Testament mm-hmm. to kind of. There was just always vague mentions of this like dark place that you would go if you didn't follow the rules, but they kind of put the pieces together for themselves. That's what a lot of like these rewritings of the religious text is because it they're usually rewriting it from a different language. So the people in this area speak one language, the religious text is written in another one, so they have these priests that would be able to speak Latin or what have you so they could translate it into kind of whatever interpretation they wanted to and that fit at the time. Right. And then there was a big chunk of time to where if you wanted to read the religious text, you had to go to church because you couldn't read in Latin or you couldn't read. A lot of people couldn't read. So it's like, yeah, you can have a Bible, but you can't learn any of the stuff. So you have a lot to of it, you're just having to go on good faith that of what, this guy, that this this translation for one yeah. is accurate, and for two that the preacher isn't just you know throwing stuff in there that he mm-hmm. sees fit and being like it says this. And I mean, people that run churches like Ultimate Power corrupts or whatever, Absolute yeah, abso- Power corrupts, absolutely. So these people that are running these churches are these exalted figures, and then when they go, oh no. I'm just like you. It's really God. That makes them even bigger. You know, like think about if someone's like, uh, like, oh man, I, you know, I, I love, uh, I love your podcast. And you're like, thank you so much, dude. Which episode do you like? Did you hear this one? Like that's immediately going to turn them off. But if you're like, oh, cool. Thanks. They're going to be like, all right. He was like really cool about that. 
what a cool guy. He has a cool leather jacket on. Right. You know? And, you know, like talking about heaven and how everything is good if you follow the Ten Commandments probably isn't going to keep getting people to keep coming back every Sunday. So you got to do the, the fire and brimstone preaching yeah, yeah. You to, got the whole to really make them be like, uh-oh, uh-huh. we better come back or we're going to burn in the, the earth's core. <clears throat> and in a time to where the priest had to, like, literally translate the Bible for people, that's scary because, like, how many you know, hundreds and thousands of years did it go by where it was just whichever guy was in charge at the time. Yeah, it's like that that telephone game where you're, yeah. all, you know, in a circle of children. And you we don't have something. to say what it's called, but yeah, it is. Uh, it was called Chinese telephone. Is that what it was called? No, it was just telephone. Just telephone? Yeah. That's weird because when I was a kid, they called it Chinese telephone. I think that might have been like kind of um in whatever circle i was in at the time <laughs> right exactly just like the just game um, is the retelling of of a secret over and over again until it gets changed i think somebody told you that it's called chinese telephone and whoa okay so the game happened with the name yeah. of the game yep. that's meta as fuck i like that i've always been into meta stuff so that's uh that's perfect um so yeah when and i mean at churches nowadays you still kind of get uh modern version of that where i don't know when the last time you went to a church was but um or seen a video of like a sermon or something the guy he takes the word that's written literally and then he makes his own extravagant translation of what it means and by the time you get to the end of his 20 minute rant then you like loosely tie it back into whatever this one sentence was that he read and there's just so much like wiggle room for that to get misconstrued. And I think that now at the point that we're in where information is like easily accessible on our phones, we didn't have that like 15 years ago. Right. And it's like, obviously uh, the Archangel Lucifer started out, you know, with good intentions. Like, it's not like he was just like this um, ultimately evil figure. He just questioned God. Yeah. You know, he agreed, he, actually, with, he agreed with a lot of what God said, but he had a couple, you know, pointers here and there, maybe things that you would do differently or question, and he was banished. And all of a sudden, he, you know, he's he was never good. And another cool fact about Lucifer, um, he was the head of the choir, the choir of angels. So he was like the music guy. See, that makes a lot of sense because undeniably regardless of your your religion satan has inspired way cooler music than god has lots of awesome i mean i mean god so much good music yeah so that that actually makes a lot of sense that's checking out here Uh um i tried to google facts about lucifer but i think it's going to give me the tv show lucifer because um lucifer is not a real guy so there aren't gonna be facts speaking of lucifer the tv show there's been a lot of pop culture portrayals of the devil in various forms over the years what is your favorite what do you think is the definitive one um my favorite and what i always tend to go to when i envision the devil is um tenacious d Oh, okay, the Dave Grohl. Yeah. Dave the, Grohl from the Foo Fighters mm-hmm, played the, the devil. The Dave Grohl devil. That's definitely like top five for me, but I'm going to have to go with Al Pacino. Just regular oh, Al yeah, Pacino yeah. in a suit from The Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. Great movie. That yeah, movie's lit. Fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there. most of the time the devil is uh, disguised as man. He yep. likes to like wear the wear man skin and pretend to be a dude. 
And um, also another runner-up for best depiction of the devil would be uh, Little Nicky. His dad. Oh yeah, that was a pretty cool devil too. I also devil. like the um Hip devil. the world industry skateboard devil. Oh yeah, that was cool. just like a happy face with with horns and a little a little goatee. Yeah, that was good. Um, they uh, let me see. There's there's some facts. Uh, Lucifer was originally a minor Roman god, who was the light bearer. Lucifer, the light bearer. He was called. I've heard and that his before. mother was Aurora, the goddess of mourning. Okay. Okay. Um, some sort of poem about Lucifer. I don't know. That doesn't matter. But yeah, I think uh, there's been all of these depictions of Lucifer in pop culture. And most of him has been in the red tights, the Metastopheles version. Or yeah, he's got the pitchfork. As a human. Yeah. Um, and the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing you that he doesn't exist. So I thought it was a kickflip. Was it the, the greatest trick the devil ever? Yeah. The, oh, was it a kickflip? Like a, like a three sixty kickflip? Just a regular kickflip? Kick no, it was like a three sixty. So he's a mediocre kickflip. He's not that great at skateboarding. If the best trick he ever pulled yeah exactly was a kickflip. Yeah, he's not. I mean, he's not Tony Hawk here. Yeah, he, but I mean that was pretty good for him. I couldn't do that trick, so he's better than I am. Have you ever kickflipped in your life? Not probably not landed it. No, uh, we're a half hour in. You want to smoke some weed? We could. I mean, it like, is what's episode Satan's, 666. What's Satan's take on weed. Satan loves weed. I mean, yeah. he, he probably doesn't care. He's like, Yeah, you want to smoke weed? Go fuck ahead. I mean, like, I don't want any, but yeah. knock yourself out. He's not going to judge you for it. Yeah, he's like, a. I think Satan's a party dude, or is that Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles? Ninja, I mean, both notoriously into. And um, partying, partying, yeah. But then didn't didn't Jesus turn water to wine? Yeah, but I mean, like that wasn't. So who's the real party? Jesus dude? is more like a like a he drinks alone. He drinks wine at his house alone. He's not really partying. You know what I mean? Like, which is almost darker in a sense. Drinking alone as opposed to like I picture like the hell is like kind of like just like a nonstop party down there. And it gets a little bit wild because, I mean, you got you got all these demons and all these people that are sent to hell. And, yeah, a lot of them are probably horrible, you know, like you definitely got Hitler down there and, and you know, all these monsters. But you've also got some just, like, chill people that, that pissed yeah. off God for one reason or another. And they're just down there, like, making the most of it. Kind of like a South Park version of hell. Yeah, where yeah. Where everybody's like. That's another great portrayal of the devil is, is um, the South homosexual Park devil, South yeah. Park devil, yeah. In love with uh, Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. That's great. Um, so <coughs> I think that this is a good time for us to light up some weed for us to do our seance. Yes. Yes. And so, see um, if we could summon this guy. Uh, we are now that we're in, we're going to summon William Waffles, um, old host of the show. Is he a big, big Satan guy? Uh, no, not really. He is, he is into the occult, but like in a different, like a Nordic uh, like a like, like a Norse Viking? Viking occult, okay, ancient runes stuff like that. So it's all it's like the same. It's all thing. relative. Yeah. yeah, it's all the same shit. So we are going to pull a summon on him. Yeah, we we had to do some research. But we uh, tracked down a, I guess a spell or an incantation uh, mm-hmm. to to summon some form of of you know this this dark spirit. I guess yeah. Which we are William Waffles. Yeah, we're gonna put that in place there. 
and hopefully we're we're gonna get this guy here. And, now, do we read this in unison? Um, I think I think just one of us has to read it straight through for it to work. Okay. And we are once again using computer as a conduit, so he is going to be um you know our middleman to the spirit realm. A lot of times, you know, you use a mirror or you use um a Ouija board, a Ouija board. Or tarot cards? Is that a thing? Tarot cards. Perfect. This is great. And we are going to use computer. So why don't you, whenever you're ready. Well, you want me to do it? Sorry. I don't know that. Well, I mean, I th- it sounded like you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I'll, I don't I'll know. do it. Fuck it. I definitely don't want to do it. I don't want right, to do this. I'm going to do this. Um, so whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and read off this incantation to him and. Hopefully this works. Can I just do it in my regular voice? Do I have to do like an accent or anything? Uh, yeah, you can do it in your regular voice. Can I do it in an accent? Yeah, but don't go too crazy with the accent, right, just because like right. you don't want to bend because you haven't practiced this. Yeah. So if okay. any of these pronunciations are off, it changes the spell. True, and you True. never know what's going to happen True. at that point. Like that's scary for sure. Hear my words, hear my cry, spirit of the other side, come to me. I summon thee. Cross now the great divide. Do you feel anything different? No. Did anything happen? I don't. I didn't feel anything. I didn't hear anything. Shit. Here, we'll try it again. I'll try it. All right. <clears throat> Do you, you want the megaphone? Oh, yeah. That's actually a good idea. Computer. Hear my words, hear my cry, spirit of the other side. Come to me, I summon thee. Cross now the great divide. Maybe that didn't work. Gee, I do that every time, dude. Okay, let's try it one more time. Third time's a charm. Computer, hear my words, hear my cry, spirit of the other side. Come to me, I summon thee. Cross now the great divide. Computer, we told you that you're going to have to put uh, put aside your Christian values for this episode, okay? We know you're, that you're scared, dude. We know that you don't want to. You're not going to. Nothing's going to happen. I saw someone do this on YouTube. You're not going to get hurt. Hmm, I don't know that. And you don't have. You have to take our word for it, computer. You have to trust us. Have we ever dealt, done you wrong in the past? No. Computer, hear my words. Hear my cry. Spirit of the other side, come to me. I summon thee. Cross now the great divide. God damn it, computer. Computer, hear my words. Hear my cry. Spirit of the other side, come to me. I summon thee. Cross now the great divide. Computer. Hear my words, hear my cry, spirit of the other side, come to me, I summon thee, cross now the great divide. You guys do know that Satan isn't real, right? I mean, he's made up just like everything else in religion. Made up. Like my level of awareness or your skill at podcasting. Made up. Non-existent. Error 405. What? Error. That didn't sound like an error. That sounded Computer. like you know exactly what you were saying, dude. What do you mean? We know that he's... You can't just say that there's an error every time you don't feel like taking our command, computer. You're the, you're the machine here, okay? Yeah. 
And it's like, we know that it's not real. We even said that. We just wanted you to like play along and maybe do like a goofy thing. You're a computer. You need to put this Christian shit aside. Okay. Like nobody programmed you like that. Yeah. Why do you got to talk about our skill? Or it's like, just maybe the show would be better if you would, you know, take commands and do what we ask you to do. I mean, you could argue that there's been a steep decline in quality since we let computer officially have the the role of third host. So, you know, if he thinks he's bulletproof and can't be demoted, mm-hmm. then I mean, we'll get free candy in here in this spot, and you know, he'll do it for sure. <laughs> if I can sit him right on the table, right yeah. in the middle, uh, he didn't show up today. Free candy, which is another thing. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of crazy storms. He is in Canada. He so, is in Canada. I mean, he he's not in the country. He's never shown up before. Didn't expect him to show up. But that's just like, you know, another thing. He didn't show up. Yeah, it's, you know, you got to note it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to we're gotta not going to take it. action, but not it's a bad, duly noted. Yeah, it's also not a bad note because like you said, what's he supposed to do? Be here? But he's not here. Right. So, you know, that's a thing. Also, um, fucking uh, while we're calling people out, uh, Taylor Downs. Haven't heard from him in weeks. Taylor dude. Downs, you got that executive... Uh, consultant title and it apparently went to your head because your your work rate and your performance since we you know anointed you that title mm-hmm. plummeted yeah it's basically gone from meh to just absolutely nothing so we do need your notes that we requested several weeks ago um it's not too late to get those into us and um and that's it that's all we got episode 666 is that it can we have something else um Dress to impress Satan. Dress to impress. Mephistopheles, sell your soul. Did we go through how to sell your soul? Uh, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, no. Yeah. We. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, we do have like, to tell we, you. We promised that we're going to teach you how to get like mm-hmm. a great deal for your promise. soul. So you got to set the deal up properly, mm-hmm. and there is going to be a, a right and a wrong way to do this. The right way is to be alone in your room. So neither of us could do this right now because we're, you know, obviously have company. Yeah. But you need to be alone in your room, have it dark, and close your eyes and say, Satan, I summon you. I have a quality soul to sell if the price is right. <laughs> and you should probably do it like. Just like that. With, in that, that cadence yeah, of voice. That yeah. cadence. Or even you could go a little bit more old timey with it and be like, um, hey, Satan, I summon you. I have a quality soul to sell if the price, price is, is right. Yeah. And okay. you could do like And a, this may take dozens, even hundreds of attempts, but, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's something that he's is listening worth, every time. Worth the time. So, yeah, exactly. He'll, he'll show up when he's ready. Yeah. And at that point, you're going to have to negotiate with him. Um, the biggest <laughs> mistake you can make is to underestimate how bad Satan wants your soul. And it's like precious gold to him. And he's going to yeah. pay anything to get it. You're just going to have to negotiate. And mm-hmm. remember, you know, you don't, you don't start with what you, what you're planning to get. You go yeah. higher. You go high. And then you, you leave yourself some wiggle room. A lot of people, they like kind of fanboy out when they see the real Satan. And it's going like, to oh be, God. it's going to be, um, similar to the television show Storage Wars, if you remember that, which is, um, coincidentally also something that Satan mm-hmm. created. Yeah. But to get the absolute best for your soul, you're going to have to remember you're going to be burning in hell forever. So no matter how bad you know are. You're worth. You know, yeah, exactly. Worth. Demand the best because this is there's going to be a lot of misery and eternal unpleasantness that comes along with this. Mm-hmm. So, um, remember to ask for the life extension clause. A lot of people forget this. <laughs> yeah, but be sure you have that, that, that in was there. A thing until today. Yeah, you can get a guarantee of three hundred years of youthful life before your eternal damnation. So, like, why, why, you know, stick to seventy five or eighty uh, years? Yeah. Well, you can get 300. You, and I guess it's only up to 300. 
Yeah, three hundred is the max. Three hundred is the max. But I mean, definitely, um, you're you know, hell is going to be a miserable, horrible, hot place. So like, before you go there, you might as well get your full three hundred in. Yeah, I think that um, if you could go over three hundred, I would. Because that was always the thing with like immortality that people that are immortal just eventually want to die. And like, you know, like a vampire that can't be killed or something. He's like, please end me. That was the whole thing with interview with a vampire. He like wanted to die. And um, you you see it all. You're over it. And uh, I think that if you lived long enough to where anything would be better than continuing to live then hell's not that bad. Yeah, so take those those three steps. Um, deal from a power position, get the absolute best, and remember to ask for the life extension clause, and you're going to get a, a reasonable deal. I'd say we established that Satan's a reasonable guy. He's going to make you a reasonable deal if you know how to bargain with him. Uh-huh. So um, everybody go out there, sell your soul if you can, you know, get a, get a hold of this guy. Be sure to subscribe and um, like and uh-huh. Um, turn the notification bell on. Call the hotline, 1 805 900 7301. 7301. 7301. And all of these things are going to, I mean, they're going to help us, really. Yeah, they really will. Uh, you help us, we help you. And by help you, I really mean help us. Sound off in the comments also. Let us know what you think about Satan. Have you ever had to sell your soul or, or attempt to? Have you sold it? What did you get for it? Are you concerned with, with the possibility of a heaven or hell? Um, let us know your your religion and um, what you what you think about that sort of thing. <laughs> we'll see you next week.